We have no idea what this guy's saying. Same stupid speech impediment. I don't have a speech impediment. We're pretty sure he's talking pro wrestling. At least we hope so. This is why you think that everything in the world is peaceful and harmonious. Well, that, my friends, is a load of bloody rubbish. Oh, what? A lot of rubbish. You're listening to the Spare Change on WrestlingAudio.com. Welcome to WrestlingAudio.com. My name is Dave, and you're listening to Spare Change. And this is going to be a review of Hell in a Cell, uh, the paper that's just been. As always, if you want to go in touch with me, easiest way is on Twitter at DGS316, through the Wrestling Audio website, through the Facebook page. Lots of ways to get in touch with me. Obviously, you can hear that I'm sort of bright and cheery, and my goodness, where has this WWE been for the past, what, 12 months? I watched this show, and for the first time in in ages, in I can't even think the last time I felt this, but this was a really, really, really good show. I have a friend in my in, in my work who, you know, whenever there's a pay for you on, he'll always come up to me afterwards and go, "Oh, did you watch it?" He usually, you know, he'll have a couple of things to say. He just said, you know, you need to watch it. And I was kind of skeptical and I went and watched it and I came back the next day and I was like, you were right. Because usually when he says things like that, it's kind of like he was, um, I've had a lot of feedback about my All In uh, show about how I should have given it more praise than than it did. But I think I, I praised it as much as, uh, as I could. But he was one of those guys that loved it. Every star, every match was a five-star match and all this type of thing. Uh, whenever he says things are good, I kind of take it as a pinch of salt. But this this pay-per-view, I have to say, probably one of the best I've seen in ages. I can't even think of the last WWE pay-per-view I've watched where I could probably recommend it. I'd probably recommend it to everyone. So much so that for the first time in, in forever as well, I actually watched the pre-show as well. Um, the, uh, the I'm going to go through the paper. If you haven't watched it, please pause. As always, go to the network. It's on there. You can obviously watch it. I may consider coming back. Yeah, I haven't subscribed to the network. I have watched it. Uh, <coughs> um, but I... It's a good, it's a good first start. Um, you know, absolutely. I, I, I think if the Super Show is anything like this, if the, I think Survivor Series is after, uh, if, if you did the women's, the, I forget what they called, it's going to be called Evolution or whatever it's called. But if, if all of those shows are as good as this one, I might come back. Uh, so obviously the pre-show had the New Day versus Rusev Day and, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy the match, but I did. I thought the match was really good. I thought the two worked together. I thought the kind of, my only issue with them is they too, they do feel like two comedy teams. So it kind of felt like there was no edge to this match. I understand they're trying to tease what they're trying to do. I haven't watched Raw or SmackDown. Uh, they're, they're trying to do obviously a um, breakup of Rusev Day, which is kind of strange seeing as they only really have become a tag team in the last month or so. Um, so it'd be odd for them to sort of start marketing it as that as Rusev Day and then and then you know and then break them up. Uh, I understand them doing that. Uh, absolutely, one hundred percent. I can understand them doing that. They would probably work very well against each other. But I do love the. I loved everything about this match. I thought it really well. I thought everyone worked well together. I, I keep on. I always have this thing where I almost have a bet with myself of who is actually going to be wrestling. Uh, you know, it was a really good match. I thought the ending was really good. It, as always, it had like a, uh, an advert in the middle of it, which I never, I never like. I don't understand why they do that, especially when it's the network and you know they don't have to cut to commercial. Uh, same with pay per view. I don't know why, um, but great match. Next up, we have a really surprising, really really good match between Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy. Uh, it was a Hell in a Cell match. 
And it was really, really good. I expected this match. I know, obviously, my heart is just an answer to Hyman. I kind of expected that to have been at like a work, and then he was like under the ring or something like that. They didn't do that. This match was really, really good. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Jeff Hardy or, or Randy Orton, really. Uh, I think Jeff Hardy's great. He's got some great moves, but he's always felt to me too, too much like a cruiserweight to be taken seriously. Uh, although he can be at times, I've always liked him in the sense of he's exciting to watch. But when he's up against you know, yes, you know, Randy Orton's not a huge star, but you know, he's not massive or anything. But it always feels like you know, whenever Rey Mysterio would go against anyone or anything like that. But uh, I thought they worked really well together. Uh, hopefully, this lead. I mean, I'm not sure whether it will lead to more, but uh, you know, it's a great match. The Becky Lynch versus Charlotte match uh, for the WWE SmackDown Champion. Um, to me, it feels like this was too little, too late. Um, I think if they really wanted to have Becky win this belt, they should have done it in the last one. Um, I think that would have solidified it more. Her being a heel now, I don't really know because the fans love her. We all love Becky Lynch. I mean, if anyone's seen all those um, pictures, it doesn't seem that way, but then all the old, I think when they're closing all the Toys R Us's and every single Toys R Us seems to have like a wall of Becky Lynch dolls. And there's like all the memes about if you're a fan, why are these all still here? And we all love Becky Lynch. As a heel, I think she works really well. But I think Charlotte doesn't work as a face. Um, She's too... I don't think she's... We can't be sympathetic for her because... I just. And the the worst thing about this is now is we know for a fact that Charlotte will win the belt probably within the next two, three months and then she will overtake, obviously, Trish. And I said... uh, I can't remember if I posted this. I think I was just having a rant with one of my friends about how, yes, yes, Charlotte has won the the belt belt seven times. But she's only collectively held them for about 300 days. And that's over a period, I don't even think it's that, over a period of, what, four years? Whereas Trish has held, you know, the belts, you know, this is between like 2001 and 2007 or something. Um, and it just, to me, it's not an achievement. I, I don't actually understand why they start doing it. You know, when you look at Ric Flair and his, you know, 17, 16 time, you know, it's over a period of, what, 20 years? And then you look at, you know, John Cena or Triple H, and it's over like six or seven or eight or ten or whatever it is. It just, to me, it feels like the the number of times you've won a belt doesn't mean anything. I, I I'm more impressed with things like AJ Styles uh, with his um with his with his three hundred plus day run or anyone else who does that. It was a good match. It had some great moments. I, I, the ending was really surprising. I don't actually know what Becky Lynch did to win it was like some weird sort of slam that I just I couldn't quite figure out what she did um, but she pinned her I didn't like the fact that when she was pinning Charlotte Charlotte was doing that wiggle I think it should have been a. Cl- and then once she'd actually got the three then she, then she lies flat and I didn't like that I thought it should have been a clean whatever that move was it, that should have knocked her out and then it should have been a lifeless Charlotte um, the, I hate when they do that because I always think there's, when you actually look at it properly she is probably kicking out at least twice during during a three count, but um, a good match overall. Um, the next match is probably my match of the night. Obviously, learned Drew Barrymore, uh, Drew Barrymore, and Drew McIntyre versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins uh, for the WWE uh, Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, and this was such a good match. I'm not a fan. I, 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 this was one of the reasons why I didn't. Yeah, you know, I hate them. I know because Canton Network. I didn't really like Dolph Ziggler as his sort of lackey. As a tag team partner, I've got no issue with. I think that these are really, really good tag teams. I think 
uh, Seth and Dean have always worked well together. I, I just think this match was really, really good. It was top to bottom from belt to belt. Every little bit that was in this match really, really worked. Uh, I thought the ending was fantastic. Uh, it really worked. It's definitely a match that I would definitely want to come back and watch again. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe in, uh, for the WWE Championship was a good match. I'm going to make that very clear. This was a really good match. I'm not sure why it wasn't in a cell. And I feel, um, I think they're on match, this might be match two, so they've got obviously the third one to go. I, so they've, I think Joe won by disqualification, AJ's won cleanly, so they're obviously going to, it's the rubber match where Joe will probably win at this point. I, I like the story, I think it's a little heavy handed, um, but I think the matches themselves, I mean, I think the thing I love about these matches is that they are able to go in these matches. Uh, it doesn't feel, uh, when you look at Joe, and you think this this is a guy who WWE never would have put the money around. Um they you know, they wouldn't have, you know, put money behind uh, you know, they wouldn't make him the face of WWE based on his looks. But we're not in that era anymore. You know, they're quite happy to you know, if they can um if if they can, you know, make money on it and people want to see Joe, uh, you know, he is a popular, popular guy. He seems to have, um, you know, if you hear stories from him like four or five, you know, probably even longer than four or five years ago when he was in Impact and things, where he was a complete ass, where he was, you know, I think he only ever held the world belt like once, but because he was such a ego, he had such an ego, he thought that he was still a main event, even when he was in sort of the mid card and lower card even. Um, but I think he's, I think his time in, in NXT, I, I'm surprised they haven't brought that up. And maybe, maybe they haven't, I just haven't noticed. But yet the fact that AJ went to the train, the first, the main roster and Joe had to sort of work his way up. I think that really helped Joe. I think it really did help him. Uh, but I think this match was really, really good. This next match was probably the only match that I had not an issue with, but it was just, I didn't. It didn't do what I thought it was going to do, which is the Miz and Maurice versus Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. I liked it in the sense it was a really good heel versus face team. Uh, I thought the things that they did, like uh, like when Miz like would go out the ring and he'd be like putting his head going, "Look, I'm so smart." And then because of the rules, Daniel Bryan would just tag in Brie, and then you know it doesn't matter if you're outside the ring; it doesn't matter. I thought there's some great sort of he, you know heel moments. Uh, it felt like a really sort of old school tag match, you know, people getting the heat, you know, the referees, uh, you know, people getting the tag when the referee wasn't seeing and that type of thing. And um, I just, I'm not really sure where the storyline is going. You know, they've done the, they've done a straight match. They've done a, uh, a tag match. I'm not really sure what else they can do. Um, I hope that they do more and I hope this leads to it like a proper, like a, like a no hold, but you know, a no DQ or a, um, like a submission match or something where it's it, Daniel Bryan can at least get a win. I mean, this is two two losses in a row, so it's it would be it would be, it'd be nice if Daniel Bryan could get a win from these. But I thought it was a really good match. I thought Maurice, uh, it was brought to my attention. She only had the baby, I think March. So that is some amazing you know return you know after having a um, having the child. I mean, I I made comments I think around WrestleMania about you know Daniel, um, the Miz needs some paternity leave. And the fact that, you know, what, what's that, like six months later, I think that's something about that, Maurice is back and she's dressed and she's great. She looks great and everything's fine. You know, it, she has bounced back and, you know, and that's not me just in regards to looks. I just mean in regards to you know, physically, the fact she was able to do anything. I mean, I know for a fact if, if I was, you know, if, if, if you know, any, anything like that, if, it, you know, when you, you, you've had, had that kind of thing happen, um, obviously I'm, 
I've never had, I've never given birth, so I'm not. Please don't take that out of me. But obviously, I've um, had many many kids, uh, so I know all about that. So uh, I thought I just thought that was that was surprising, and you know, just really really impressive to be honest. Now we have the singles match: uh, the Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss uh, with the for the WWE the Raw Women's Championship. I thought this was a a good match. My only issue with this match is that they need to start building Ronda Rousey like Goldberg. And what I mean by this is Ronda Rousey got her reputation by basically submitting people in like less than 30 seconds. That was her reputation. If you go and look at UFC, apart from two or three fights, uh, she basically would win in the first round, usually within about one, two minutes. She needs to start doing that. And I kind of felt this was what it was going to be. I didn't want a straight-up wrestling match with Alexa Bliss. I just didn't. I really didn't. What I want now is I want a Goldberg-style hair coming in. She takes one move, slams down, armbar, done. That's all I want. And really, the, the fact that WWE have not done that is worrying me because it's got to the point where I feel like Ronda Rousey is just another women's wrestler. And that's not what Ronda Rousey is. Ronda Rousey is probably... She'd probably be being paid the most of everyone on that roster. I mean, she probably is. I mean, to get her to go from UFC, to go from all the films and everything like that, they've probably had to pay her millions to get her to sign with WWE. If that's the case, and she's appearing, she's wrestling more than Brock Lesnar, so we know that, that her contract is probably, I don't think it's going to be a pair on appearance. It's probably a straight, a straight up, you're getting paid this much to wrestle, blah, blah, blah like all the rest of them. Uh, and she probably gets bonuses and things like that. But I want to see her become the, the killer that we, you know, you've no, I mean, I noticed in this, um, this match, I mean, in the first match, two matches appearances, you'd hear that Ronda's going to kill you. I didn't hear that in this match. Maybe I did. Maybe I, you know, maybe I didn't hear it, but I didn't hear that at all in this match. And that's what they need to bring back. They need to bring this back, this idea that almost like Goldberg, like Brock Lesnar, like the you know, the Ultimate Warrior, whoever it is, the Road Warriors, that Ronda Rousey will go in, she will literally slam, armbar, done. And you know, if you um, if you look at the Rise of Goldberg, if you go back and you look at Rise of Goldberg, that's what it is. Most of his matches up until when he won the U.S. belt didn't last less than less than less than like two minutes. He they didn't, and the, the reason it was not just because he couldn't wrestle, which was part of it, but because that's not what people wanted. They wanted you know, slam, 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 clothesline, punch, spear, jackhammer, done. Get back, to, get back. You know, that's all he wanted. You know, a lot of the times his entrance was longer than his um, than his match. That's what we want, and I, that's what I want from Ronda Rousey. And I know a lot of people probably think, well, you know, she. But the fact of the matter is, look at her, her UFC career. That's not what she gave people in UFC. She didn't give people a a, a you know a. 15, 20 minute, you know, match. She gave them two minutes of, oh my, did you just see that? Let's rewind that and watch that again. I don't see that in a Ronda Rousey match. Um, yeah, so the match was good. Alexa Bliss is, is good in her role. I do, I'm waiting for the t- the heel turn from Natalia. And that's where I, I sort of see this going. I don't know when that's going to happen because I don't really understand why they are friends other than, I don't know if there's like some dun- like dungeon submission connection somewhere, but, um, I don't understand why they're friends, but I just think that that's probably what they need to start doing with Ronda Rousey. Have her just go onto Raw and just start submitting people, and, and you have her get that fire back because unless if she doesn't start doing that, she's going to become what she is at the moment, which is just another woman, just another woman's wrestler, uh, and that's the last thing that we need. 
Next, lastly, we have the Hell in a Cell for the US uh, Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Uh, Mick Foley was the special guest referee, which was a surprise. I, I didn't actually, I, I knew that he was part of it, obviously, with the whole Hell in a Cell um, from 20 years ago, the whole uh, anniversary of it. Um, I knew that he was part of it. I didn't realise he was the, the, the um, a referee until I started watching. That's how little I've really been paying attention. But um, I thought he was good. There was a point where he, it seemed like he did a slow count or did a what, you know, I, I'm not really sure whether it was a case of he didn't, he did it by accident or he, I don't know what it was, but I, I'm i not really, I'm not, I don't really have that uh, thing, but I think it's, uh, I thought the match was good. I thought there was some great, great moments. Um, the whole thing were the uh, Ziggler and McIntyre and then the rest of the, of the Shield came down. I thought that was good. My only issue with that was that as soon as that happened, we forgot all about the two people in the ring. And I think it should have been that while that was going on, that's when Brock Lesnar should have come down. And he kind of did, but it was sort of towards the, the tail end of it. I think it should have been that that's what that was. I mean, I don't, I, I thought it should have been that it, um, yeah, that it should have been that Brock Lesnar comes down, he does his F5 and everyone, and then he covers Braun on top of Roman to get the win. The fact that Braun didn't win, I don't think it hurts him. I, a lot of people said that you know, the, the prediction was that Braun was going to lose. That was the prediction. Uh, I didn't realise until the start that this was his money in the bank uh, cash in. I kind of thought if he is turning heel, which obviously is what he has done so far, that they should have had him have a heel cash in. You know, after a, after your know, Roman Reigns versus whoever, he gets beaten up and then he comes down and, and picks the bones. The fact that he did it this way you know, it doesn't hurt Roman. It doesn't hurt uh, Braun Strowman. It doesn't. Hurt, I mean, none of this hurts anyone. I'm, pres- I'm presuming it's going to be Survivor Series, some sort of uh, triple threat between the three of them, which is what I've said you know, a couple of months ago. Which is probably what they should have done anyway. You know, probably Survivor Series, make it an elimination style, maybe get someone else in there. Um, I, I don't know. The last thing I really want is for them to forget about this and it be. Because obviously Brock, Brock, where does Brock fit in with this? I, I understand if they want to do. I know they're doing it at the Super Show, the, the 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 three against three, but I think a triple threat at the Survivor Series would be probably the best option for them now. Uh, again, I thought it was a good match. I'm not a. I'm, I'm no issues with it. I thought it was really really good. I thought the whole um, the the, the points were that there were too many Superman punches for that to stop. It stops meaning anything, which disappoints me at times. But I I, I do. Um, I do think that it was a really, 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 really good match and a good pay-per-view altogether. As I say, if, if this had been the pay-per-view I saw, what, two, three months ago, wouldn't have cancelled the network. This was a really, really good... As I say at the beginning, where's this WWE been for the past, what, 12 months? I mean, I've been watching these shows head in hand, just thinking, you know, I, I recently, um, ironically enough, I was recently skipping through channels uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, we... Uh, we, I have various channels. I'm, I'm, I'm sure everyone does. And I found a, a channel. It's called it's called Five Spike. If you're in the UK, uh, you don't know about this. It's called Five Spike. And on there is Impact Wrestling. Didn't know anything about that. So I now can watch Impact Wrestling. It's there available for me. Um, I may start watching it again. See if it's improved. See what the what the, what the deal is with Impact these days. I haven't watched it for a good. I mean, it used to be on a a, a different channel, but it's obviously gone to this one. Um, I haven't watched Impact for probably at least six months at this point. I've, I've tried to keep abreast of what's happening, you know, in regards to like title wins and specific matches and things like that. But in regards to watching an actual Impact, I haven't done that for a while. So I might have to go and might have to go and do that and maybe 
you know, give my comments on a show and see what, what, what my thoughts are. Um, but if you are in the UK, it's called Spike, uh, Spike, uh, Five Spike, I think it's called, uh, I'm assuming it's, um, to do with the, or Spike USA, I think it is. It, it's, it's on Virgin. I presume it's on all of the, uh, all of the, uh, the, the networks here. Be surprised to see if, if they're actually doing as well as they are. I mean, I don't actually know who's in Impact these days, um, since everyone seems to be either in WWE or or New Japan or um, or in NXT. But as always, uh, th- I thought this I said I thought this pay per view was really good. I'll give this a four out of six lightning bolts. I think it wasn't perfect. It certainly wasn't perfect. But in regards, uh, you know what? No, I'm going to give it five. Five out of six lightning bolts. I think it's worth watching again. There's certain matches, certain like the tag match between. Ziggler McIntyre and The Shield. I thought that was a really good match. Definitely worth watching again. There's nothing on the, the, the cards that made me groan and want to switch off. Um, there were there were dips, but I'd expect that from every show. Um, but there weren't points where I wanted to just switch off, which for me is an improvement. And in, to be honest, it was a vast improvement. As I say, if I'd have watched this this uh, PFU two or three months ago, I wouldn't have cancelled the network. I thought it was a really good uh, show. If you haven't watched it already, I've just bought it all for you, but I do recommend you watching it, even if you have, if you haven't watched it. Um, but as always, if you want to get in touch with me, easiest way is on Twitter, DGS316. We're wrestling on our website, for the Facebook page. There's lots of ways to get in touch with me. If you support us on Patreon, we do really appreciate that. Thank you very much for listening. My name's Dangerous Dave, and you've been listening to WrestlingAudio.com. Still not enough for you? Why? Selfish. You're selfish. Download the all-new Rusting Audio app from Google Play. What the hell? Oh no, Tommaso Ciampa! To hear exclusive shows. Attacking his former tag team partner.